This podcast is for entertainment purposes only and any education is incidental. While the host may use clean language, the content that you're talking about has no such guarantees. Between them, Heather and Nicole have over 40 years of music experience and over 40 years of dance. Point and Play is where they sit down with you to talk about their thoughts and opinions. And I'm Nicole, and today we are going to talk about tutus, that ballet piece of costuming that ends up in Halloween costumes and on stage and in movies, and off of the ballet stage has somehow turned into like a giant cotton ball of tulle, (laughs) (laughs) T-U-L-L-E, and we just want to talk about that because... Like, tutus that you buy in store, I think, give a really wild misconception of what they actually are on stage. And tutus on screen. And tutus, and tutus on screen, on screen for yeah. a Halloween costume. And yeah. in caricature drawings. And it's... Ugh. Some are great. <laughs> Some are great. And not all of them. Yeah. So here's the first... So this question was actually, I don't remember because this was two years ago, but it was prompted by a person asking me this question. I was like, ooh, I'm going to write that down. Mm -hmm. I don't remember who it was anymore because that was literally two years ago and we were planning this out. And I just remember that kind of short circuiting my brain a little bit because I was like, (laughs) what? What do you mean? Why? (laughs) Because it didn't occur to me that they were picturing the, the tutus that you see in a movie or that you see in October, in my head, I was I was picturing the ones that you actually use in performances, and I it didn't feel like it was obvious or like they should have known or anything like that. But it just I didn't understand. I didn't know how to answer at first because I was like, well, I have to think about what possibly what thing is is confusing to you or what is it what is, does not make sense or whatever. The thing you're and then so it occurred to me with. like, oh, <laughs> you're not picturing a tutu. Yeah. You're picturing this other thing that we also call a tutu. (laughs) So let's kind of start with that concept that we've we've mentioned in a previous episode about ballet being all about lines and curves. Mm -hmm. Okay. And a real tutu. Uh, And we'll put up an, an, an image on our our Twitter when we release this episode of a tutu just probably off of stock images off of Google or something. And maybe like a comparison um, potentially. Yeah, maybe. Uh, so a, a, a real tutu that is for an adult <laughs> on stage. Cause we, we do actually stick like three year olds in the fluffy tutus that you think of for Halloween, mm-hmm. but that's just because it's fun for them and we don't care that they have a form and function because you're three. And you're not trying to and do the pretty lines. Cool. You're on the stage and you yeah, look cute. You're just having fun. <laughs> exactly. Uh, but a real adult professional performance tutu is supposed to give a curve mm-hmm. line <laughs> on the dancer's body and in their motions and their movements. So... In classical ballet, so I'm not talking about modern, I'm not talking about 
contemporary ballet. I'm not talking about any other dance style that has grabbed tutus and also might use them. I'm only talking strictly classical ballet. Your tutu and the way it is shaped, it's actually not supposed to be really fluffy. Mm-hmm. It's supposed to fill out basically the your your dancer's butt <laughs> almost so that you're not just staring at their butt while they're dancing. It has material that kind of goes around the top of their legs, but the top of the tutu actually kind of slopes down, mm-hmm. kind of curves down. And the angle of that curve, this is a fun guessing game. You can guess what style uh, <laughs> a dancer is dancing because there's more than one classical style, mm-hmm. classical ballet style, because you can actually look at their tutu and look at the slope of it. And a lower slope is going to be more of a French style and a higher slope is going to be more of a Russian style. Stereotypically speaking, so it's not a blanket statement, but stereotypically speaking, there are different arm and leg positions um, in more of a, a French style versus more of a Russian style. Mm-hmm. There's a couple of different Russian styles, but that's a whole other topic we'll get to later. I already added but it to the list. basically with your arms wonderful (laughs) basically your arms are lower on your body and closer to the top of your legs in french and they're higher and more out in front of you in russian and your tutu the line the slope of that fabric curving downward is supposed to parallel your arms and not get in the way and and not and not get in the way (laughs) but it's it's what it's what completes that picture. Mm-hmm. It almost like gives your arms like a backdrop to be against so that you don't just have this curve when your arms are in front of you. You don't just have this curve in space in front of your body. Instead, you have this piece of fabric that is almost a backdrop to your hands and it kind of defines and highlights them. And then you're, that skirt on that tutu is also a curve and it almost mimics your arms as you curve your arms and there's so much less fabric to tutus than what people consider um and the long skirts that you might see different dancers wearing especially if they're doing um a story ballet any of the costuming that would go with that um or a non-classical style those aren't Mm -hmm. tutus no they're they're skirts that are a different style (laughs) cut fabric length to do a different line to do a different allow different technique to create a different image in the air wearing a tutu versus wearing a skirt and doing the exact same dance is going to be visually a different experience because of the fabric because of the cut because of the angle because of um I already said fabric, but like the actual structure of the material <laughs> as well. Tutus are not super flowy and swishy and like no they are tutus are very stiff. They are with your body. Your arm is only as flowy as you force your arm to be. Your tutu is only as flowy as you like physically were to bend it. It moves with your whole body as a piece of your body. A skirt flows around you or doesn't, depending on the material. But yeah. um, and it's it's also worth noting that when and we'll talk about spotting and turning in a different episode, but it's worth noting that like if a professional ballerina 
turns in a tutu, it doesn't look like your tutu moves at all. It is suspended. And like, yeah, sure, maybe when you stop, it might like poof a little bit down and come back up. It might almost bounce. Can we find a a video of slow motion tutu? Oh, slow Slow motion motion tutu. Like, because it's... mm. That I anyway, it, watching yeah, if you see if you see that. tutus up close, whether it's in a video or an actual live, you will see more motion than if you're watching in a show. And in the show, as Nicole just said, like it looks like it's not moving, and if it does, it's not moving on its own. It is somehow coordinated with the things that you are doing, constantly creating the more classical line, constantly like. If you don't want to wait for our visuals and you have ever watched any rendition of the uh, Swan Lake is what's coming Mm -hmm. to my mind. The Swan Lake, the Swan Dance that everyone who is aware (laughs) of it, it's the... That yeah, one. It's the one that ends up in car commercials sometimes. Absolutely. It's uh, one that has <laughs> been like people. There is a s- specific choreography for that dance that is done in pretty much every single rendition. And you watch the tutus. And, mm-hmm. and that's what's coming to my mind right now of like those movements, that shape, the, the feathering on it is specific to the character as well. The tutu tells a story of the character just like all costumes do. Um, so... Speaking of, mm-hmm. I just found a tutu <laughs> that is clearly for Swan Lake because it is the flat, smooth tutu, and then it just has a whole bunch of feathers mm-hmm. on top of it poofing I'm up. I'm assuming the feathers are white with a little bit of black. Oh, the whole thing is yep. white. Perfect. Um, yeah. And then the, you know, the black very swan. for Odell. The black swan has all the black feathers, and it's Odette and Odell. Anyway, that's yeah, its own. Odell and Odette. Uh, <laughs> we don't need to talk about the show the whole time (laughs) sorry i want to it's a beautiful show but um Mm -hmm. those tutus are going to be a maybe more immediate cultural reference if you want one yeah and they again like they're bouncing as they bounce (laughs) and they spin in place as the dancer is spinning and it's not distracting it's not an extra thing it just is another element that adds to the whole picture costumes in dance are so tricky and so important and i mean in theater as well because you have to have it be able to do certain things any kind of show but the the what makes it difficult is going to be different depending on the show the style the dance uh if you take like Hamilton, what the background dancers, what the uh, chorus is having to do versus what the leads have to do physically <laughs> means that they need yeah. different things built into their costume. Th- same thing with the tutu. You need the tutu to be able to move with you in a certain way. It needs to fit properly. It needs to match the character. If you're wearing a skirt, the skirt needs to be able to let you lift your leg in that way and spin this way and not get caught, not trip you up and... But I just found a great Odell and Odette. Perfect. I'm just going to I'm just going to send this to you personally. Great. I will. Accept I've also it. put it in for our show notes, but I put it in on Facebook. 
this is just a very good double comparison. You can kind of see the the line that it creates on the black swan and you can see like the curvature of the white swan and you can see how like there really isn't that much material <laughs> underneath this and without looking um, at it right now for me all. the shape of their tutus aren't the same are they i think they are are they very close so i remember there being a slight vi- other than oh, color of, of that depends on the costume yeah. company that you work with. That's not a guaranteed yes or no. Sh- I thought you meant this image in particular, yeah. and I think this image is pretty close. Man, Their if anybody ever different. wants just like, if you ever just want peak ballet, like beauty aesthetic, not for people, but for like tutus, mm-hmm. look up Swan Lake Tutu and go to images and just scroll. The imagery of swan These lake beautiful costumes. there's so many variations there's so much variation in this it's wonderful and they're all good oh no somebody did a twilight swan lake why sorry i don't maybe i don't know that. if it's twilight okay here's the thing i don't know if it's twilight the time of day because <laughs> that okay odell and odette and the night swan yeah I, i'm not sure but this one i'm <laughs> i'm just sending these all to heather this one is like super it's almost more modern and stylized okay i'm not sure what the what the emphasis here i don't know either and it's and it's only her headpiece has feathers yeah which which is a little bit different a little bit different because a key thing again i'm talking about costuming for any performance you're portraying the characters most of the characters in Swan Lake are swans. Yeah. <laughs> and need there's to come really across a that lot way. of there's, animal variation there. I think there's... I might be misremembering at this point. It's been a while since I've seen it. But I believe there's frogs in it at one point. Uh, I don't remember. And that's it. But other than... Also, I will, I will notice it's them for anyone who's Googling... <laughs> yeah. Anyone who's Googling this at home, there's a lot of not actually professional ballet tutus being labeled tutus so i now if you call it a tulle skirt mm-hmm. i was gonna s- that is just a flowy skirt made out of the same material if you want to see show wise costuming wise the difference between a skirt and a tutu uh nutcracker versus swan lake Oh, Clara absolutely. And Nutcracker, Nutcracker has so many good tool just skirts. Just gorgeous skirts, flowing movements. Um, I think the Sugar Plum. Wow. Sugar Plum Fairy. <laughs> sugar <laughs> I can fairy. say words. I think she has a proper traditional tutu in what's coming to my mind. And I'd have to look to confirm that. Um, but Clara's like in her nightgown, and it's going to be a more flowy. Um, young child skirt um yeah i just got a really good image that shows like the on not the underside of the tutu i'm also putting this one in the podcast notes but like just oh it's it's um, beautiful line beautiful shape on it that's lovely but no just it shows like the material underneath or not Mm -hmm. and you can kind of see in this image a little bit of how like the tool material itself kind of covers your butt and doesn't really cover anything else but like and there's also the it kind of covers the the break in the line that is the human butt 
that's fun. You know, talking about ballet lines and curves and how much that is like a thing. Like, yeah, tutus kind of hide the fact that humans have butts that are not perfectly straight up and down. <laughs> so that's cool. <laughs> that's another fun uh, <laughs> costuming tie-in. To Episode like- four and we're on butts. All right. Um, <laughs> oh, we're going to talk about butts a There's lot on this lot. podcast. Just heads just up. Just because in dance, just in it's the such dance portion. It's such an important <laughs> thing. Anyway, this it isn't really about is. butts. This is about tutus. Circular <laughs> discs that go around you and are really pretty. In that particular image, and you said that you're going to post this one in the show notes as well? I'm going to post these on Twitter. When okay, we perfect. The, 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 this particular one, she's in second position, uh, releve and beautiful. Asia Pan. Thank you beautiful uh lines with her arms the edges of the tool the edges of the tutu itself also shadow feathers onto her legs which is such a which is really nice again oh oh, we're focusing if you're trying to be a swan if you're trying to be a swan (laughs) things in lighting in any show is so important and the costume is so important and right there is just a beautiful combination of the two that just adds a detail that we might not notice was missing but is beautiful that it's there i love it oh yeah anyway just gonna great. probably continue gushing about swan lake at another point in life but <clears throat> anyway there's there's so many ballets and when i say ballets i mean a full show with set music that is a particular story it's basically a play, but in ballet form, in dance form, because ballet is a style and the thing. Uh, there are so many ballets that have some really racist or some really xenophobic or some really just like not great content or like poles. And Swan Lake is about a girl who turns into a swan. So it kind of doesn't have that, which makes it just like that much more fun to talk about because. It doesn't turn out terrible. There's actually, speaking of that, and this is, again, probably a whole other episode, I think, uh, but there's some work being done in our in the last three or four years, at least, that I've heard about. Probably longer, but I only heard about it in the last couple of years. Uh, to kind of reinvent the Nutcracker. Really? Make it maybe not quite as uh, stereotypy yeah. and reductive <laughs> oh that'd be so and cool. and the nutcracker nutcracker as much as i i don't think it has some like explicit racism or explicit xenophobia but it very much takes pieces of other cultures and kind of reduces them to some very particular stereotypes mm-hmm. uh at least in in traditional portrayals and there's some there's some pushes by some pretty major companies to flip that and make it more nuanced performances and more like actual representative performances instead of stereotypical stereotyped performances. We should which is awesome. keep an eye on that and do a thing. Oh on yeah, that if one. I can get some like YouTube clips of people doing this and the shows, Ugh. we'll just we'll watch those and we'll talk about them as our our second half. Absolutely, that's great. Yeah, I'm excited for that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not involved in any of that. I don't have a. a a show that I'm I'm in with dance right now, so I'm I have no opportunities for that. But like, I I love that that is 
that's important to people and, and that's a classic it matters, too, which they're harder to touch typically people push back more on that so that's great <laughs> yeah people get upset sometimes if i mean and this is true across the board everywhere colonialization well i mean colonialism gets upsetty paschetti if you touch their old things i was gonna say like in <laughs> dance in music in art in movies in yeah buildings and whatever yeah it's old therefore it's uh, perfect mm, no <laughs> <laughs> but i i just want to say like like you know colonizer societies get touchy when you touch the things that they consider old or sacred and ballet has some people that are putting in the work to make it better and more inclusive and it's awesome Are you tired of watching your beloved characters being tortured by careless authors? Are you sick of feeling like they could have swapped out all of the painful action and the plot would remain untouched? Subscribe to Books That Burn, the fortnightly book review podcast focusing on fictional depictions of trauma. We assume that the characters' reactions are reasonable and focus on how badly or well they were served by their authors. Join us for our minor character spotlights, main character discussions, and favorite non-traumatic things in the dark books we love. Find us on Spotify, iTunes, Google Play, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right. So uh, the video that we are about to talk about will is going to be on our Twitter. It is also in the show notes for this episode. And if you can't find it either place, <laughs> whoops, tweet us and ask because we are saving all of these links, we promise, and we can absolutely get it to you. So, that being said, uh, we found a video after our 2-2 discussion uh, with a very good example of how a classical ballet 2-2 looks and works and functions. And kind of this video actually demonstrates a lot of the things that we were already talking about. It's also very uh, Heather, fluffy. It's just very fluffy. It is very fluffy. I love Do you want to go first? Do you want yeah, I love it with the... Um... So the video shows a lot of the motions in slow motion, which is very mm -hmm. nice because there was a lot of technique that I was able to go, ah, that's how she does that thing or that's what it looks like and critique a little bit and just critique myself a little bit. Um, but the actual shots of the tutu show its motion very nicely and show the layers underneath. So they're not layers in terms of all same length, same thickness. Um you have like the it's almost a reverse like pyramid thank you i was like because it's because it's you start yeah. with the top of <laughs> the tutu not reverse not and reverse then an upside down pyramid and then Inverted all of the yeah. layers underneath are shorter and shorter and shorter and shorter so they're not super thick but they add floof and bounce and and everything and don't get in her way um the technique was very good and i also love the slow motion on her her shoe as she's turning and you actually yeah. see how that turn takes place what on her body should be twisting what on her body should not be twisting um it was a really well done video um yeah it's very there well was shot. also so with tutus we talked about practicality i noticed that her crown that she's wearing is so secure 
And oh, it's yeah. not just a little like, oh, it's placed with a couple little like, you know, combs on this. No, that thing is <laughs> no, not it is moving. Like, it's like bound to her. It head. is not going to move. Um, And it's not like gripping her head either. It's just very securely no. in there. So all of the things that she's wearing are practically designed and worn for her position f- for her in the um show that she's in. Um, I don't know why I chose position, but it's fine. <laughs> Uh, position on the, it's a very in good instructional you went back to theater her position in the cast yeah it's like yeah that's not her role in the show thank you different different mediums of uh, productions it's different great yeah. <laughs> it's rehearsal no it's practice anyway um <laughs> no it's my me yeah. no it's <laughs> too many things been involved in too many things um but i thought it was just a really good video that really didn't just visually show they were discussing it they were pointing it out and then right showing immediately right. what they just talked about broke it down very nicely um genuinely helpful i'm glad that we found that video uh and yes a very good visual for how a classical tutu should be worn why it's useful the actual make of it it was good Yee. so my Thoughts. I have three things that I really pulled from the tutu in this video. Uh, thing number one is, so we kind of talked about how like the point of classical ballet technique is to show curves and angle. Oh, not angles. I'm sorry. Angles are bad. <laughs> Lines, Lines and curves. Mm-hmm. Uh, we will have a different episode at some point where we talk about my personal love for the there's a very particular style of um oh no i'm blanking on the oh no exact correct name of it but there's a style of uh it's very similar to bollywood but it's not bollywood of dance from india that is so similar to like all of the steps i have ever seen ever they they correlate almost exactly to classical ballet. The only difference is that that dance style is all about angles and ballet is always about curves and lines oh, and I love cool. it so much. We'll talk about it at some point. But anyways, uh, we've talked That's about cool. how I I think it's awesome. Uh, I Yeah, anyways, that's a whole different episode. <laughs> but <laughs> I, I love it so much. Um, next video. Next video. <laughs> I have a choreography goal <laughs> with that style at some point that in, would involve another person and I don't know if I'll ever have the chance but anyways tutus <laughs> uh <laughs> we are on um, task <laughs> yeah we are uh so with tutus we and we've kind of talked about um uh earlier in the episode how you know uh tutus don't hang usually like if it hangs it's a it's a skirt <laughs> it's not a tutu and and it's not super thick it's not super thick. And in this video at she actually spins at I think it's almost exactly at 127 on the video. Uh her tutu as she spins flares in an almost perfectly straight. It's just a flat circle and it stays there the entire time she's turning and it only relaxes the little bit that it's it's even built to relax when she lands but that like picture of the perfectly straight just flat disc of of a costume 
that's what that's designed for. That's what it's there for. And and the thing about that is like, it's not just it's not just out straight because you know ballet likes. It's not just out straight because ballet likes straights lines <laughs> and it's not just out there because ballet likes curves and it's a curve around your body it's there because when you turn and classical ballet has a lot of of different kinds of turns and ways to turn uh it's there because when you turn it turns into a horizontally flat curve around your body so <laughs> and it's it's adding almost dimension to mm-hmm. the same like curve and line philosophy that classical ballet goes from and it's it's doing its job when you spin yeah which is just awesome so uh the second thought that i had with this video (laughs) is just that you know heather had kind of mentioned too like it stays out of her way the layers are not super thick and you can kind of see like it droops a little bit it's not stiff at all but like there's even some shots in the video where they're kind of just showing like her thighs like her the way her legs are positioned and the way the tutu is like the way the tutu is positioned and you can see uh you can actually see how the layers of the tutu actually cover like the bottom of her leotard. And like we said earlier, it literally basically just covers up her butt (laughs) and that's it. (laughs) But that's fine because it's out of her way and her legs can just move. And even if they brush up against each other, they're not catching fabric and that, that matters. And this I'm in topic ideas and I can add it if we want it to be its own topic. But something you said there made me realize ballet and not just ballet, but currently what my brain's focusing on ballet loves visual illusion. Oh, and uh, what is it called? Suspension of disbelief. And the tutu gives the illusion that she's not moving it gives the illusion that she's moving on forever that she's done so many more spins it there's so many pieces with different costumes that you can do um with the you know just like purely with how moves are arranged and then how you dress the person the scenery they're put in front of the stage the angle all of that that will add illusion and line is so important with that. But the tutu specifically, when it flares out that way and then doesn't move, your brain no longer is tracking that this person is doing one spin, two spin, three spin, four. It's, yeah, it's, they're she's just, just on a forever. top and they're going forever <laughs> and they're flying. They're not on a stage. There's no, what's gravity? What's friction? What Like, it's just forever uh and at the end of the the video she does multiple spins in a row and it is a slower motion and so you're able to track it a bit more but she's just spinning and her tutu is just out and it stops a little bit of the line of like 
with uh, fuetes, which is a different dance move, your arms go out and in and your leg goes down and up, like depending on how many times you've done it, pirouette, you are staying. Which is this video. Pirouette is what's in this video. You're staying up. So there's nothing that breaks that line. And what would break that line is the motion of your outfit. And yeah. the tutu, and the tutu does eliminates not that break. Yeah. And it's beautiful. And we should make that a whole other conversation and find more <laughs> stuff on that about how dance and maybe different styles of dance deals with visual yeah. illusion in its make oh, and yeah. model because it's so cool. Oh, you're adding it. Great. <laughs> But yeah, that was my my only other. It's a beautiful video. It's really well done. It's not very long, uh, especially if it's pirouettes are not necessarily easy. Doing more than one pirouette isn't very easy. Thank you for hanging out with us today. If you would like to interact with us on social media, you can find us at Point and Play on both Twitter and Instagram. To find all of our videos that we talk about on the podcast, as well as other things we think are interesting or important, head over to our Point and Play YouTube channel. If you would like to support us by dropping us some money, you can head over to either our monthly Patreon or our one-time payment Ko-fi link. All of these links are in the episode description. We'll see you next time.